0: Hey, welcome to Younger and Older. This is Jason and Dave hanging out at the beautiful studios of Relate365.com. Up hanging out at Silver Arch Ranch, uh, the campus of MBI as well, which is Nicolay Bible Institute, where we have a one-year kind of Bible program, gap year program where you can come study the Bible, um, take classes, but then also be... Submerged in camping ministry and learn how to be able to do that and and do and share life with our professors. They're actually getting ready to, our current students are getting ready to go on a retreat with their professors. Um, Next week, they go to a a cabin on a lake for a few days and just hang out, play games, eat food, and talk. And it's with their professors, which is a cool opportunity that you don't usually get to do in a college context. And so, if that intrigues you at all, or if you're just looking to, you know, solidify your biblical foundation before you launch into the, uh, is next in your life. I encourage you to head over to re- to there. I'm going to say relate. No, it's uh, a And you can get more information or even apply because we're doing a special right now. If you apply to be a student for next year, and you, if you do that before April 15th, we're going to knock off $500 off your tuition. Wow, I encourage you that's to do a lot. that. Yeah. We've never done that before. Um, and that's a lot of money. So if uh, you're a parent out there and you have a son or daughter that, that is that, that age, you know. I encourage them to point them that direction. Or if you are a young person listening to this show, I encourage you to come and hang out with goofs like David. I. Maybe we'll even get you on the show at some point. We might. You know what? Talk to
1: parents right now about the importance, I think, just the importance. You work with a lot of young people, high school kids. You work with yeah. college kids all summer. And you, you do more than just say, come up here and do a job. Why should a, I'm a parent now. Why should I consider encouraging my high school young person or college young person to serve at camp in the summer and then to, uh, consider Nicolay Bible. and Why should I entrust them to you? What are you going to do with them?
0: You know, I think it's, it's twofold. You know, they, they get to learn a basics about Bible that'll help them develop a firm foundation for whether they're going into ministry or whether they're going to n- nursing or whatever it is. It helps them get to know God, helps them kind of get a good grounding in that, um, in a small context. Um, but then even be mentored by people older, older than them, which is the cool part. So you get to rub shoulders with Dave, myself, and other people here at, at Silbert Ranch and the camp staff. And, yep. and not only that, but you get to serve alongside of us. You know, that's the thing that I enjoy is that I get to work with, um, high schools, you know, whether it be the seniors that are coming, or even if they've been here, the, the freshmen in college and all that sort of stuff. And I get to share life with them. You know, and I look back on my days. Now I was in a Nicolay Bible Institute, but I was able to, you know, oftentimes I came up and visited and, right. you know, I value it. My wife went to Nicolay Bible Institute and I know that it was a key moment in her life. Yeah. And so I think it's a very, very important role. Um, and, and why rush things? You know, uh, yep. if you're done with high school, you know, take a break, you know, and you don't even have to take a break. That's a cool thing is because the classes you take here actually transfer onto college and you yep. get credit for them. So you could do it in a cheaper way too.
1: Yeah, well, you know, the two of us sitting in the studio both were very uh, profoundly impacted by our summers at Silverbridge Ranch and our service here. Yeah, and we've often talked about one of the most important things for a young person to do is learn about who God is and learn to serve by modeling that by seeing it modeled. Yep, and that's why I think parents today, I think, I think I'd like to see more parents get excited about the idea of encouraging their children not to make money in the summer. Yeah. Go up and serve for nothing. Absolutely. You know, one of the things my dad told me when I was growing up, believe it or not, was as long as you're loving God and demonstrating that you want to do what he wants in your life, your mom and I will back you. Yeah. We will help you do that. You ever walk away from God, you're on your own. Yeah. And I thought, is that a threat? Is that a-? No, you know what it was? It was a realistic thing that he was talking about. He said, I want to help you love God. Yeah. I want to do that. I want to be a part of that. You want to go to camp all summer, yeah. And you want to work, and it's not gonna. You're not gonna make money. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. Right. We'll make sure your needs are met. Yeah. You know. Don't. I, he never told me I should go and make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Never said that. He just said you. Lo-, the only thing he actually told me was go love God and serve. Yeah. And and we'll do everything we can to encourage you to do that. Mm-hmm. And I thought, okay. And he meant it. Yeah. until the day he died, he was active and encouraging my wife and I to serve God
0: mm.
1: and uh, backed us completely and, yeah. and helped us every chance he got. And again, remember, I made more money than he did mm-hmm. my very first year teaching. So it wasn't like he had a whole lot to give. Yeah, But I'm telling you, he was a generous man and he basically wanted his son to understand. This is what's important, I'll back it. Yeah, But if you go do things that are unimportant, I just don't want to back it. Mm -hmm. You know, you're just on your own. There was no hatred statement there. There was no manipulation. It was just very cut and dry. If you knew my dad, it was like, no, that's what I mean. Mm -hmm. And I'm just telling you what I mean. So Uh I've always appreciated that. So I encourage send your kid to camp. Mm -hmm. Send them as a camper. Send them as a worker. We have a week where they can come if they're getting out of eighth grade, right? It's called Tracks where they learn how to be a counselor. Absolutely. Um, And then we have uh, specialty camps like horseback riding. We've got. Get your church involved, because that's the best way to use camping. Mm-hmm. And if you need to know any of that, you contact us, and Jason will get a hold of you and talk to you Yep. Uh, how to do that. Absolutely. Well, you know what? I'm, I'm looking, and I'm, I'm the old guy, so I keep thinking, you know, news has changed. Things have changed, and news has changed, to where I think news is basically theatrical.
0: Theatrical.
1: Theatrical. It's all about production, theater. In fact, there are some national newscasts when they, you know, if I'm watching the news at night and they come on, I just turn them right off because the the person that gets on tries to make a a very big deal about everything. It was like today in New York City, you know, and they they pause and it's like there was a black cat that crossed the road.
0: sounds like a theatrical trailer. You know, and, and and I'm sitting there
1: going, you just made a big deal about that. That's right. Well, their job is to create suspense, controversy, to keep people tuning into them. That's their job.
0: Yeah. Can I can I just do a sidebar sure. for a sure. second? If 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 you're in the city listening to this and you've never watched rural, say Wisconsin news. Please do. Please do. <laughs> it will it will transform <laughs> I wouldn't say your life, but it'll transform something in you. <laughs> That's
1: right. Go go to a channel way north.
0: That's right. <laughs> yeah. You know, where the pine cone that fell off the pine tree is the headlining of the news. Yeah,
1: and and everybody knows everybody in the neighborhood. That's right. Um, I, you know, even our local newspaper, my son-in-law is from not a real big city in Wisconsin, but a bigger one. When he comes up, he loves reading our paper. He really? said it is so simple. Yeah, It is so, you know, and it says things like, hey, Joe the farmer guy had a goat die. <laughs> you know i mean
0: sad but true yeah
1: let's all let's all gather around and help them out here you got any extra goats you know send them over to joe and and i'm thinking you know what that isn't that how it should be it's just like it's real, the actual news it is it's actual yeah. news and and no matter how many people from big cities make fun of us it actually is news yeah to us um uh, someone asked me once, why do you get this paper? You can finish it in five minutes. I said, because it's about my local area. Absolutely. I just want to read it. I want to see what's going on. And I get it a day late, by the way, because I'm not in the city limits. <laughs> and they laugh at that too. It's like, can't you get it online? I don't want to. I want to open a big paper like an old guy and That's right. And you know, read the paper and and look at the funnies. You
0: know what I mean? Oh, man. I, yeah. I remember my dad used to always get the Sunday paper. and. You know, as a kid I could care less, yep. you know, but I'd go for the comics. Yep. <laughs> well, and it, then and then as a as a freshman in high school I became a paper stuffer. Yep. So I'd be the one stuffing the comics in the papers. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, I have I, I have no desire to get like a big city paper delivered or anything else. I just get the small town paper. I do like the small town newscast. Yeah. I, I like it. There's a lot of weather on our newscast for some reason. It seems, it seems well, like they, mostly weather.
0: Let's be honest. <laughs> That's all people talk about in the North Plains, yeah, <laughs> Wisconsin. But
1: did you ever think about weather forecasting? You know, for like a like I could do that professionally. I think I think I could do that. Now I'm not making fun of them, but it's just like I today I could do that because I could say today was sunny, and I'm I'm looking at them thinking I lived through this day.
0: I know that, <laughs> you know. And honestly, you could you could probably do the the forecast as well. I can if I had a fire. Yeah. Well, and not even saying that because if you were wrong, right it doesn't matter. it doesn't matter i mean if you, as long as you get it right sometimes All
1: right well here here's my point of even bringing up media. My point okay. is we become very theatrical,
0: yeah, in a lot of things
1: so if we're growing up, we're sitting as a family and we watch the national news, yeah. There's a lot of, uh, again, they, they like to make it so that there's a crisis. They like to make it so that we hang on every word. They like to make it so the ratings go up. How do we inform our kids that this is more theatrics than reality?
0: Yeah, that's a challenge.
1: Yeah, of course, you might not just watch it, I mean, that too, but they're going to watch it someday. I mean, they're going to be away, they're going to watch it, they're going to see the news, and all of a sudden, they're not used to, in your family or my family growing up, I'm not used to people being theatrical and lying about something going on. Right. So you see somebody on the news, and they're being theatrical, and they're saying something that has a spin to it, because usually there's more than one side to a story. Right. So... I I think people watch like Fox News all day. People watch CNN all day. It's like, okay, I I know your spin. Um, However, I want to know how many of the stories actually that we hear would affect our personal lives. How many do so? Uh, I'll I'll give you some headlines. Oh, I just, headlines! I, I just went to the headlines. These are top stories dun, 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 today. Dun, dun,
0: dun, dun, dun. Headlines with Dave.
1: So here we go. Key takeaways. Uh, key takeaways. I'm just going to read the headline. And I want to know if this affects your family at all. Okay. Key takeaways from Senate's vote to acquit President
0: Trump. No.
1: It, it's not going to affect how you have supper tonight or anything else. Nope. Okay. Okay. Uh, Pete Budacich. Good. Good. Bless you. Did I say that right? Actually.
0: Uh, I don't know. I don't know how to say his last Okay, minute. anyway. That's the Indiana.
1: Pete B. and Bernie Sanders are in a tight race.
0: Tight race. Does it matter? Not really. Okay. I mean, unless you're really worried about who's going to be the next potential candidate, but not really. How For about this family.
1: one? Washington Post headline. Bernie Madoff, who banked, who bilked investors out of billions, seek a medical early release from prison because he's dying. Wow. Now, you know what? I might talk to my kids about this one. Yeah. Here's why. There's a a great opportunity to talk about justice and compassion here. This guy cheated people out of a lot of money. Yeah. Okay. So I would probably read the article and go, you know what? That's got some value to talk about values. Yeah. Because here we are. What does God teach us about people who do wrong? How are we supposed to treat them? The same we're supposed to love our yeah. enemies right yeah so how do you love this guy if he cheated you how do you do that
0: you know there's justice and compassion
1: but what if he wiped out your nest egg which my is what, what he oh, nest, nest egg, egg. Your, that... your money oh sorry what, yeah he cheated a lot of people out of billions yeah and really ruined their their whole invo- their, their uh, retirement accounts yeah. and all kinds of stuff so let's say you're one who was cheated yeah so i'm nobody's saying that this guy didn't cheat people out of their money how can you talk to your kids about this now? Because here's a guy who obviously admitted and did cheat people out of money. Mm-hmm. He's been in prison, I forget how many years now, let's say, I'm probably wrong on it, but let's say he's been in prison 11 years or so.
0: Yeah.
1: He's got a terminal illness that every doctor says will take him. Yeah. He wants to get out and die at home. He said he's 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 burned too many bridges, he would like to leave this planet at least knowing his grandchildren. Yep. That kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. The people who got cheated by him are saying he should rot in jail and never get out. Mm-hmm. That's an article I might want to read and, yeah. and talk to my kids about because I'd like to see, I'd like to talk through that tension with them. Yeah. Because uh, Can you see down the road how they would have situations like this where they've been cheated or oh, yeah. something would happen? So how do you treat people who are obviously out to hurt you use you for their own good, and later realize that they've done that, Mm -hmm. and really deserve to be in jail. He's got, I think he had a 150 year sentence.
0: Wow, yeah.
1: And he was already old, so it's not like he could ever finish the sentence. Yeah. And now he's asking if he could just die at home. And Mm -hmm. I think, I'm not gonna tell anyone what I'm thinking, I just think that kind of news today would be an article I would bring up at home and say to my, I don't know if six year old, but, if my child were a, of an age where they might understand it, say, "How would you treat this?" Yeah, and why, so that we could have a discussion about it. And and if not, maybe it would spark me onto saying something else about, uh, you know, maybe something more in their their own life where somebody cheated them, and, or I would go from this one to that story. Right.
0: Yeah. The principle
1: behind it. Yeah. Sure. Do you see how I think parents could really liven up things a little bit. If yeah. They, now I wouldn't talk about the uh, president. Uh, I might, in the the, uh, the State of the Union, I might show the <laughs> ripping up of the thing and ask if that's a problem. I, I doubt it, though. Yeah, I don't think I would talk about the race in Iowa. I don't think I would talk about some other things that they're talking about. But but this one, I think I could teach some values with, so I might use that. Yeah. I think I wouldn't do it with a live broadcast. I would read the article Yeah, so that I could just pick out highlights. All right, all right let me see if there's anything else here that might.
0: Well, and that probably wouldn't have made it on a live broadcast, would it?
1: I, you know, I don't know. That came from the Washington Post, so... Just
0: because it's not theatrical enough.
1: I know, it isn't theatrical. Well, it might be because people are... When I read the article, there's a lot of hate in there. Oh. Oh, man, there's a lot of hate. Oh. Because this guy stole money from people. They want him to die and rot in prison. Gotcha. And I thought, boy, that needs to just be talked about. Yeah. That attitude. Uh, I know people are thinking, are you saying he shouldn't have got... I, forget, I'm not saying anything. I'm saying this is worthy of... Looking at and having a discussion with it, somebody in my family. Yeah. So that we could clarify uh, uh, something that's fuzzy to everybody else. Yep. Uh, and really, and if you don't clarify the, the things that don't actually affect you as a family, then when they do affect you, your emotions are going to get in the way. So this one here, did Bernie uh, cheat you personally?
0: Nope.
1: Okay, you don't have a stake in the game. No. So... Your children, you, your wife, your family, you can talk about this totally apart from your emotions. Yeah. One day, if somebody cheats you, your emotions are going to be a part of it, but you've already talked it through this time. Mm-hmm. So that's valuable. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, at that point. So um, those of you parents wondering how you can use news, I just gave you a, a sh- skip all those others as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> and and you can go um, go there. So I, I don't know. Uh, here, here's another one. Here's another one that I might bring up. Okay. Do you know how in football they trade jerseys? No. Uh, they do that. So let's say that you and I were two superstars in a football team. Okay. And we just finished a game. Yeah. What What would happen is I would go to you at, at the game in the tunnel as we're leaving and say, hey, let's exchange jerseys. And I would sign my jersey and give you mine, and you would sign yours and give me yours. Okay. So a lot of these football players, that's what they do. They, they have these collection of jerseys. Huh. Um so if they were playing the the Packers, um, the high-end people go after Aaron Rodgers to see if they would change jerseys on so they could have his jersey in their little collection. Okay. So that's just a thing. I
0: never knew that took place.
1: Yeah, it's kind of cool. I mean, it's just guys who play the game, and, and it's kind of like respect. It shows respect, actually. Okay. It, it was cool. I forget what who did it. I think it was um, – I'm not sure. It was either Tom Brady or one of the older quarterbacks that – some young quarterback wanted to, to ask him to change jerseys and he didn't have the guts to do it. Hmm. Because normally it's like somebody really big right. that you change with. And so he just talked to him after the game and didn't. And, and later it was leaked that he said, oh, I wanted to ask him. So the guy sent him one. Oh, wow. You know, just to make sure he had one. And it, it's that kind of thing where it's kind of meaningful. So after the Super Bowl, okay. there were two running backs the two running backs. One is Raheem Mosert, if I pronounced that right. He was the 49ers running back. Okay. And then the Chiefs had Damian Williams, who who ran the ball. Yeah. And they met in a tunnel and they changed jerseys later. And when Damian got home, his mother said, Where's your jersey? In other words, where's the jersey you were wearing during that historic game? We should keep that as a family. Mm. And he gave it away. Yeah. Now, there is something that's going on there. What do you think should go on at this point? Yeah. What What really happened long-term was uh, Rashim Moser said, oh, yeah, if it's valuable to his family, I'll send it back to him. Yeah. Which is, okay, I want to have my kids hear that. Yeah. You know, the guy did this. He made a mistake. He got home. His parents and his – you know, people in his family are saying, why did you give that jersey away? And he's going, Oh. Yeah, that was the one I wore. It has some sentimental value.
0: Yeah, I'll send you the one. <laughs> yeah.
1: And so um, I don't know how, how that's going to resolve. That's just one of those. So, in other words, to me, again, that's a news article I would pull. Yeah. Because I think, let's talk about a guy who makes a mistake, motion of the moment, realizes that this other guy solved it by being nice. Mm-hmm. You know, um, how could we do that? I mean, yeah. so I would take this news article and kind of use it. Uh, All right, how about that? I don't know, let me see some other articles here that we're looking at. Um, Valentine's Day is coming up.
0: Valentine's Day, the hallmark holiday. Yeah.
1: You have three boys and a lovely wife. Yep. How do you teach them respect for the male-female relationship? How How do you even do that? I mean, what role does, like, these holidays have, Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, what what do you do during them?
0: Uh, Well, we're, we're probably the atypical sort. Okay. Uh, Valentine's Day, we don't do much. Uh, well, now that Aiden's in school, they do like their exchange, which to them is more about the treats Right. at this stage, which is a totally different than like what Valentine's Day is all about. Like, my son literally thinks like, Valentine's Day is like, oh, I get, th- delicious things to eat uh, yeah, that I don't usually for him. Yeah. you know, so, so it's a different topic. And then my wife and I, it's like, why, why should anybody else dictate when I can express my love to you? Right. And why would I do it on the most expensive day of the year? Okay. So that's, and I, and I'm a romantic at heart. You know, so it's not like, you know. I mean, we've we've even gone like two days after the fact to the stores when everything's on 75% off. It's like, oh, here, let me buy it for you now.
1: (laughs) I've done worse. I've just showed her the card I would have bought her. Oh,
0: we've done that too. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, why buy a $7 card? Right.
1: (laughs) And, you know, my wife appreciates it. It's like, thank you. You know. Um, you know what? I think this, again, holidays like that give you a chance to solidify what's important. What and I'm is not
0: it. saying there's anything evil no. about it. No. That's just, no, but that's you just as the a way family. our personality is, as our family.
1: Yeah. You as a family, you get to sit with your kids and say, you know what? It, Valentine's Day is here. And they're going, yeah, you don't do anything. Okay. Let's talk about it. Let, let's just talk about it. Let, it's not that I don't love your mother. It's not that we don't, you know, I don't bring her a flower. You yeah. know what I mean? let's just talk about why and and some so that they have the reasoning and i think there's too much silence sometimes some of those holidays you can talk about and wow. and just help teach the values that you have as a parent yeah uh i know my wife still to this day and my mom did it to me there was a tradition for us old people where everyone in your family got gifts on valentine's day of of candy like baskets of yeah candy and all my wife still does that with my daughters they're in their upper 30s mm. Um so she still does it. Yeah. And she enjoys doing it, but it's really about her doing something. Like it is a chocolate
0: assortment. It's Something.
1: That. She just you know, to them they get something. Yeah. And and so she enjoys doing that. I I probably will have a bag of chocolate somewhere that because she enjoys doing it. Right. Um but really it it isn't something I I have this weird thought though that I don't mind talking to kids about either. It's like so this year we'll be married forty years. My wow, wife and I. Oh,
0: congratulations.
1: And some of my kids and brother's kids think, oh, what are you doing? This is a big anniversary. Yeah. I said, uh, nothing. Uh, we're going skiing out west. Oh, good. I said, but we always go every year. So They said, you're not doing anything? I said, you know what? Here, Here's my thought process. Just hear me out on this. It's not like being married has been a drudgery and I need to celebrate the fact that I made it. Yeah. And that's how I've always looked at it. It's like, you really, I mean, 40 years, so like, phew, made it. Let's have a big party. I made it. Yeah. Uh, graduation, you know, phew, I hated studying, so that was a big deal. I have a party. You know what I mean? Yeah. You made it through. But I don't feel that way in marriage. I feel like this has been really wonderful. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and I know people look at me and go, oh, stop it. You can celebrate the good things in life. I, I can. And if you want to go out and have a big party, go. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be against that at all for you. <laughs> That's right. But that's just not how my wife and I are wired. You know, we're wired differently, so we do it a certain way.
0: So just go out and buy your can of Crush.
1: Yeah, I could do that. <laughs> I could do that. But uh, again, it's, again, using a holiday. I was just seeing articles on, you know, Valentine's Day. I'm thinking, okay, use the holiday. Right. To talk about uh, why you do the things you do as a family. That's right. And I, I'm not sure there's a right and wrong in that either. I I just think it's a great time to discuss. This is what we think is important and what. Just we like think on St.
0: Patrick's not. Day, you run around like a leprechaun.
1: Do I? No. No, you know what I, I do. Joking. <laughs> you know what I used to do? I forget what color now. I used to wear orange. Yeah, green. No, I used to wear the other. Used to wear orange. Oh, uh, on cool. purpose on that day. Oh. I I don't know why.
0: <laughs> why orange? <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know what? You're a kid. It's like St. Patrick's Day. Everyone else is wearing green. I'm wearing orange. That's You funny. know, or whatever it might be. I, I really don't know. I think as a kid, sometimes your parents roll your eyes because actually it doesn't matter. Yeah. But it's like, huh? Yeah. Okay. If you need to wear orange, wear orange. I, no idea. And then I'd have everyone say, why are you wearing orange? Because I'm Swedish. Yeah. What does that have to do with orange? Actually, nothing. I I have no idea why, yeah. but once I started, it was like tradition, so no idea. Um, You go through the headlines, you know that most of the headlines that I go through are sports? Most of your
0: headlines are? Are
1: sports, yeah. as, I, as I flip through it here. it's it's And it's still football sports. Does football never end?
0: Uh, it ends, it very much ends.
1: Anyway, now let's talk about uh, the virus that's going around. The coronavirus The coronavirus So there, there's a lot of uh, articles And news about the coronavirus Yeah uh, Do you know how many deaths According uh, to this date About in coronavirus
0: Is it up to 500 yet
1: I think it's just around That little under it
0: Yeah I was going to say It was 400 something Do you know how many deaths
1: According to the flu In our country Don't know 250,000
0: 250,000 Yes This year already yeah. Or just Yes this year I Really
1: believe. I mean you could look it up Because I'm not 100% sure But it's a, lo- it's a large number so again, would I discuss this with my children? I think I would, because, yeah because what I would like them to see is that you don't need to panic when the news makes a big deal about something, necessarily um even though the world health is doing this we're we're limiting people coming to our country um all ten thousand
0: this year already
1: ten thousand thats this year. Oh, it's this year. I th- oh, boy, somebody told two hundred thousand. But anyway, ten thousand. This year,
0: last year was thirty four thousand two hundred deaths.
1: That, that's quite a bit more than the coronavirus. Yeah.
0: Oh, totally. At this point, sorry, I didn't mean it. So, you. so
1: well, no, that's good. I'm, the the bottom line really is, you know what? Flu kind of things can really hurt you. Yeah. Wash your hands. Yeah. And I could have a discussion with them about here is the simple things you could do to stay well. Let's use common sense here. Mm-hmm. You know, in order for uh, I remember my my father in law was a doctor, and he basically never got sick, and he basically said that the reason why is he washed his hands a thousand times a day. Yeah, and he was, he was saying, in order for you to get sick, you have to let the germ enter somehow. Yeah, so I would use those coronavirus articles and news reports to talk to my kids about. Good hygiene. How do you stay well? How do you not spread your? I mean, in other words, what what we're doing is saying here's how the news can work for you and not be the theatrical, mm-hmm. and not be something where every you know the the sky is falling again and everybody's dying and, and
0: oh, absolutely, you know, yeah, whatever. Looking for the teaching moment in it for sure.
1: And I, I'm I'm hoping that younger older here we can instill in parents a desire to always be looking and thinking how can I impart something to my children with whatever we're going through now Mm -hmm. and if we can't turn it off right i i can't do anything when sanders starts talking about free health care for everybody you know maybe i can i i can ask them how that's going to work financially if they're old enough yeah but i but i really probably will not i'll probably turn that off i in others might say no i wouldn't for this reason fine but just use it in a non-dramatic way
0: Mm mm-hmm Absolutely.
1: To talk about the truths
0: of life. And it's a great starting point, And it's a way to engage with it without the theatrics of it, which is a great point. So hopefully that's been encouragement for you guys just to take a, an everyday, ordinary thing that you ex- see on an everyday basis and say, how can I use this as a teaching moment? Uh, Unfortunately, we're out of time again here on Younger and We thank you for joining us. Head over to relate365.com to download this podcast, check out previous episodes, or just to see what's going on in the life of relate365.com and Silbert Ranch and Nicolay Bible Institute. Thank you for joining us. This is Jason and Dave. Take care. See you later.